Steven, what would you say was the best game you reviewed this year? Ooh, I mean, we're about a third of the... No, wait, how far into the year are we? We're a quarter of the way into the year? <laughs> Not yet. 22%. I saw it on Twitter. 22% of the way into the year? Uh, I played a really unique, interesting game called Super Seducer 3, and I'm mainly calling it the best game of the year so far because no one else will ever be able to play it, and it's super exclusive to me. Oh, why is that? Well, Super Seducer 3 was recently banned from Steam for featuring explicit imagery of real-life actors. So what Super Seducer is basically is a series of FMV games where this guy, Richard LaRuina, he's a professional pickup artist. He, you know, he gives talks and he started his own, I don't know what you call it, a school or something where he like gives lessons on how to be a successful pickup artist. So he's basically the Jordan Peterson of pickup, right? Yes, basically. I was going to say, you didn't know what to call it. I would call it a cult. Could be a cult. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know, but a cult. I mean, usually the cult leader will like take the wives of his acolytes and i don't think that would happen in his cult <laughs> right because they don't have wives so anyway so the games basically they'll present you with a scenario and there'll be a little scene that plays out and then you get a multiple choice quiz on how to talk to this girl and if you choose all the right answers you will supposedly always be able to hook up with whatever chick you're with or you're talking to so like and it's just very random scenarios. It's things like if you walk into a random girl on the street and want to talk to her or in a grocery store or whatever. And so, like, it's definitely a little uh, sleazy and a little morally ambiguous, uh, to say the least. But the first two games came out without incident back in 2018. And then Richard LaRuina, he took three years off, I guess, to really get ready for Super Seducer 3. He kicked it into high gear. And uh, his game got banned from Steam because he put too many nearly naked ladies in it. Specifically, the parts that seem to be in, in question are he does this thing where, like, when you choose an answer, there'll be a scene of him explaining to you why what you did was wrong or right. And he always has these, like, random women uh, scattered around him as set dressing. Like, he'll, he'll just have, like, chicks hanging out in lingerie to show how much of a super seducer he is while he's talking to you. And in the first game, it was like two, I think. And then the second one, there was a few more. And in the third game, it's him in a giant room with like a dozen naked women, just like, or not naked, but mostly naked women hanging out around him. And I guess that was too much for Steam. And that's what they're citing as the reason uh, they can't put the game up. So for any of our listeners who really want to see what Steven is talking about, you can check out the official GBA Temp review for Super Seducer 3 on GBA Temp's YouTube channel at youtube.com slash gba temp tv i think that's the link so yeah check that out sometime yeah you got to check it out before youtube bans it for all of the scantily dressed people in this cult uh, a cult being a religion or religious sect generally considered to be extremist or false this kind of sounds right you're saying that it, it, <laughs> you know he's basically he's like he's he's explaining how to pick up women with a bunch of women behind him in a giant room i'll send you guys a video you can take a look at it so here's the thing the version that we reviewed that i reviewed is the censored version because he didn't want what? the game to get banned on twitch so uh, I sent you guys a video that has a video of the uncensored version. If you guys, there's an article about this up on gbatemp.net. Oh you can see the God. video there if you want. Oh, whoa. Yep. Yeah. So this is that's, that's the uncensored version. <laughs> whoa. Okay. Okay. Yeah, I, 
<laughs> Where can I get this game? Uh, it's not on CD. Nowhere. Nowhere. <laughs> Uh, and here's the, so the and the censored version is really really funny because during those scenes specifically and you can see this in our review or most other coverage on YouTube will have it is it, it'll be a scene of him sitting in this room with naked women everywhere and everything will be blurred except for a tiny little sliver where Richard is sitting <laughs> so like 80% of the screen is just blur except for Richard hey Richard LaRuina Ruina whatever I know you're listening to this podcast send me a copy I have a couple of uh, connections with a major publisher which I, I can't actually talk about right now uh, it's gonna be revealed the GBA temp downloads page <laughs> <laughs> It'll be bundled with this episode. Yes. Oh, do. Ooh. Yeah. If it's under 100 megabytes, we can definitely do that. Absolutely. I think the censored version I had on Steam was like 24, 25 gigs. We so. can compress it. It's just video. Yes, that's fine. Yes. Just mark it down to like 240p. Yeah, exactly. Like with this kind of content, quality doesn't really matter that much, to be honest. <laughs> That's for sure. So the image that's on the banner where where it's him and he's wearing like a Jedi robe. With, <laughs> with, like, is that officially from the game? Because you cannot oh, yeah. tell me that this is not a religion. This is not a cult. <laughs> yeah, I didn't even think about that, but you're totally right. That is That was the Steam... Uh like the banner page or the the key art for the steam page so yeah that is official art of super yes yeah. yeah yeah this is a cult <laughs> <laughs> and it is worth pointing out his game does seem to be relatively successful if we're trusting his numbers uh apparently according to richard himself the game had sixty one thousand seven hundred wish lists like people had put it on their steam wish list that many times is really really surprising i could use some pickup techniques because <laughs> uh, you know got issues with that so anyway guys welcome to episode 31 of the temp cast uh, i am your host eric Xander. with me today is fellow co-host alan john hey what's up as well as very special guest steven I'm so sorry that it took so long for us to actually start the opening to this podcast. You had to wait all that time while we talked about that stuff. Uh, it's sort of like waiting to get into an online match in Grand Theft Auto Online, uh, wouldn't you guys say? I, I wasn't done with Super Seducer. <laughs> oh, son of a bitch. <laughs> you just have to wait a launched into that. You didn't ask if we were done. God damn it. <laughs> Keep going. Okay, I, what I wanted to ask, like what I thought the crux of this is, because I do think this is an interesting situation, is the first two games have been released with no problem on Steam. All of the fucking icky moral stuff exists in those games as much as this one. Steam has no problem with any of that, which is the problem most people have with this game. The problem they have is all of the, you know, nudity in it. Um, but there's a bunch of games on Steam, like there's like anime games, like... Uh, Huni Pop, I think it's called, something like that. Oh, yeah. That you can... Oh, yeah. Yeah, that, like, if you look them up, it's kind of the same thing, except it's all animated characters. Like, how do you feel about this, about Steam, like, banning a game like this, but letting other ones up? Or do you think they should be laxer like this? Like, considering all the garbage that's on Steam, it does seem weird for scantily clad women to be the line, right? Like... Uh, honestly, um, it's not fair. I wanted to play this game, um... It looks interesting. It looks nice. I really enjoy the visuals in it. Uh, it might be. It's no. 
If, if when you play like a, a stupid game like Stardew Valley, right? You're not you're not getting oh, anything from it. Oh, you're just wasting oh, time. Oh. Let's be honest. Let's be honest. Come oh, on, like Terraria. Oh. Like what are you gonna learn from that? How to fight a gigantic sandworm? But with Super Seducer, you can learn some real life skills which you could use in your personal life, which is a good thing. It, it teaches you something. It's education, and it's got these really nice visuals. Once again, so. <laughs> Uh, you Alan know, John's part of the cult. That's so, so. You're saying Super Seducer is a throwback to like the early '90s edutainment games, yes. <laughs> like yes, that were yeah. in all this the classrooms, cool math games for adults, <laughs> basically. <laughs> Actually, you know what? There actually is a segment. I I couldn't play it because it was excluded from the censored version. But there's a, there was supposed to be a feature in the full version called "Sexy Girls Teach Sex," which. I, it didn't say exactly what it was, but presumably it was about the specific mechanics of how to do it well, I guess. So Yeah, I need that kind of information as well. <laughs> this I'm is- lacking in that department. I th- <laughs> so you're saying Super Seducer is sort of like a throwback to older games like Pajama Sam or Freddy Fish or... Exactly. Putt, Putt Saves the Zoo. I never Maybe even like games. Mario Teaches Typing. Yeah, yes, it's more like yeah. that, yeah. Okay, okay, okay. Read a rabbit, got it. Mario teaches how to pick up women. (laughs) If you ever have kids, that's how you're you're gonna like build his backlog. Just give him Mario teaches typing and then Super Seducer, the entire trilogy. (laughs) This is how you build. Uh, even if it's a girl, you know, because oh, she yeah. should know when a man is picking her up, so she could say, "Hey, wait, I don't want that." Um, You didn't pick the right choices. Okay, <laughs> so I'm gonna throw a pie at your face. Yeah, she needs to be taught what the wrong and right choices are. Yeah. So we know who's behind all of this. It's it's a guy with with a very ironic name. His name is Gaben. So probably <laughs> personally dismissed this game from his store. So yeah, thanks a lot. Like instead of developing Half Life Three, this is what Gaben does. He just blocks good games like Super Seducer Three. Exactly. Any game that gets to a three. <laughs> I would say Gabe probably uh, played Super Seducer 3, soaked in all the knowledge, and then banned it so no one else would be able to pick up chicks as well as him. He didn't want everyone else out there stealing his tail. What if What if he <laughs> played through it and was like, yeah, this doesn't actually work. I tried this. <laughs> I would love I would love to see Gabe out trying these. Maybe he's just jealous because they were able to get to a third Super Seducer, but they weren't able to get to a third Half-Life game. They even took a few years off before they went to the third Super Seducer, so... Exactly. You know, they're really mimicking the Valve story here. Can I just say, people should play these games because they're f***ing so weird and surreal. Like, there's a bit in the first game where uh, he suggests that when you're talking to a girl and you ask for her name, when she tells it to you, you should say that that's also your name. And that this is a really funny joke and it'll show how much personality you have and that you can make something fun out of boring pleasantries and shit like that. (laughs) And like, it's obviously like awkward and stupid and not funny. And it plays out like that in the scene as really awkward. But then Richard shows up and starts patting you on the back for how clever you are. It's they're really embarrassing and stupid, weird games. And they're awful. And I think everyone should play them, honestly. And I mean, I am a little disappointed this one isn't coming out, if I'm being perfectly honest. Are you done with Super mm. Seducer now, Steven? Thank you. I'm sorry. I wanted to talk about 
Super seducer. So anyway, guys, this is episode 31 of the TempCast, the official GBA Temp podcast. My name is Eric Zander, your host. Uh, with me today are co-host Alan John, the Alan John himself. Yes, I've been demoted to co-host. Yes, indeed. <laughs> as well as very special guest, Steven. Oh, hey, how's it going, everybody? So I genuinely have to apologize to our audience. I'm sorry that it took so long for us to actually get to this uh, opening. You had to, you know, sit through that whole that whole long wait of nothing important happening. Uh, kind of like waiting to get into a, a game of Grand Theft Auto Online in the online portion of Grand Theft Auto 3. Or fuck! <laughs> the online portion of Grand <laughs> You got Super Seducer on the brain. I know you did. <laughs> Speaking of the Super Seducer, the wait for Super Seducer 3 to be released on Steam is like waiting to get into a game of Grand Theft Auto Online. Uh, wow, I also lost the transition. Yeah. Uh, shame on me. Grand Theft Auto... Fire, uh, Grand Th uh, cancel the podcast. You know this is all staying in, right? Anyway, guys, it takes a long time to get into Grand Theft Auto Online, doesn't it? I guess. Not anymore. Oh, why not anymore, Steven? Son of a bitch. <laughs> <laughs> Eric, redeem yourself. Explain this story. Uh, okay, there was a guy. Well, there was actually a game. It was called Grand Theft Auto V. Uh, you've probably played it on the PS3, PS4. You're going to be able to play it on the PS5. It, you could probably play it on the PS2. I don't know. And, and also on the PC. Now, the weird thing is the PC version of this game had insane, insane load times. Uh, the console versions weren't... I mean, they're kind of slow, but they weren't that bad. But there were some issues in the coding when it came to the uh, Steam version of the game. Uh, so some dude, uh, who was the dude's name? Anybody know? Toast. Toast. Some, some dude named Toast fixed it. He, he figured out how to put a little bit of, change a little bit of code around, and then boom, all of a sudden the game loads so much quicker. Um, and instead of getting really mad at him and banning him and, and throwing him in jail and planting bad stuff on his computer, <laughs> uh, Rockstar Games actually said, hey, that's pretty neat. Or, hey, that's pretty good. And decided to um, update Grand Theft Auto V, that game from, what, 2013? Yep. And make the uh, online loading times less horrible. So you don't have to listen to uh, us talk about Super Seducer for 20 minutes prior to loading into your online match. So, yeah. Did I get did I get that all right? Yep. That's That, that was nice. Thank you, Eric. You can go now. Okay, bye. All right, so uh, I'm going to talk as a real expert on Grand Theft Auto Online as somebody who played an entire five minutes of it. There's actually a cool video about Grand Theft Auto V's online by some ordinary gamers on YouTube. His name is Mudahar, I think. Uh, you guys might have heard of him. Really popular Let's Player or whatever, YouTuber guy. But he basically made a very interesting video about GTA V's online. Turns out... It's built on this archaic system that's backported from GTA 4, I think, which is peer-to-peer. -peer. Now, uh, for those of you who don't remember, GTA 4 had multiplayer as well, but it was like, like a prototype version of GTA Online, basically. You can only join with your friends, with maybe like a couple of friends, 
uh, not like massively multiplayer like GTA Online is. And because of that, the architecture that they use was peer to peer, which means that whoever creates like a game, like an instance of the game is hosting the server for other players to connect to which makes sense for a small game like GTA 4, but GTA 5 is just so much bigger and so much more populated, but they still use the same system. Now, the issue isn't just in that, that your PC or console, whatever, playing the game uses like your hardware also as a server. The issue comes in security because that way, uh, I've seen hackers do this. Basically, they run scripts and hacks and they basically tell you your IP address, like your operating system. They like post all this information in your uh, in your chat so everybody could see if you're hosting. And I think they can even find other people's IPs. And this is all because uh, Rockstar doesn't host any servers, which blows my mind how this game that makes what, $200 million a year, they can't even spend like at least two million for server hosting like come on that is kind of crazy yeah <laughs> i don't know if it's difficult for them to just completely restructure uh the online like infrastructure whatever <laughs> to make sure to make it like centrally hosted but it's still yeah peer-to-peer -peer in 2021 it's just it's a big security liability so I hope that's the next thing that they fix. I don't want to interrupt, but in, while you were talking, Eric turned off his camera for a second. And when he brought it back on, he was rubbing his nose very suspiciously. <laughs> I'm really curious what he was doing then. And if his energy level will suddenly increase for the rest of the podcast. <laughs> that was really weird. <laughs> I, I was hiding how much I was laughing at a meme that Alan John made in regards to Steven. <laughs> <laughs> and I didn't want to interrupt the flow of the conversation. Hey, speaking anyway, of the flow, speaking of the flow of the conversation, <laughs> it's speaking of Grand Theft Auto and speaking of Chinatown. Okay, that doesn't work. Uh, I flew too close to the sun. Have you guys played uh, Grand Theft Auto Chinatown Wars? No, I never got around to that one. I played it on my DS. It was pretty cool. So did I. It was it was very fun. It, it, it was reminiscent of uh, Grand Theft Auto one and two prior to three, which I mistakenly said was the one with the online functionality because I'm a moron. <laughs> but anyway, Grand Theft Auto Chinatown Wars has been ported to the PlayStation Vita by none other than, drumroll please, I'll drumroll myself, The Flow. Well, not just The Flow. Uh, and some other people. Rene Gattamante. Rene, Rene Gattamante. Rene Gattamante. Probably, I think that's how you pronounce it. I appreciate you, Rio Ganamani. Gana, Gana, Rio. Good job, <laughs> the flow and friends. Rio de Gabante. Yes. Well, he, those two, they also, he also worked with the flow on uh, the other GTA ports to the Vita he's been doing, right? He worked on him with the uh, Vice City and GTA 3. San Andreas. San Andreas, yeah. But yeah, did they do all three of them? I don't know. I wasn't sure if they had. San Andreas done yet, but I knew they did. Uh, oh, yeah. We we talked about it, Steven. We talked about San Andreas being ported to the Vita, actually, on a Tempcast. 
Uh, well, in all honesty, I, I know that. Yeah, I did. I, I, I we've always, we, we generally mention the flow's name. Uh, the only, the only reason that that's, it's because that's an easier name to say. So, <laughs> well, he's also pretty well known cause he did a lot of Vita hacking. Like, yeah, yeah. we appreciate everybody involved in, in making these games go onto the Vita because really they should have been on them in the first place. I know we've talked about this before, but you know, we, we've had PSP Grand Theft Auto games. We had Liberty City Stories and Vice City Stories, and they worked really well. So if the PS Vita was more successful, I almost guarantee that these games would have ended up on there. Uh, it's the definitive way to play it portably because using your phone, I showed my phone as if you guys can see it. If you're listening to audio, fuck you. But it's like, you know, now we got Chinatown Wars, which is unique in the fact that it was a DS game that's now been ported over. So... Or is there a mobile version of Chinatown Wars, actually? Yes, there yes. is, yeah. This, okay, this okay. was the mobile version that was ported. Now, the thing is, it's funny that you mentioned the PSP because Chinatown Wars was actually released for the PSP as well, way after the DS release. So, um, obviously, yes, the DS1 came first and then the PSP, and then I think after that, uh, the iOS, and then subsequently the android ports you're right i'm an i'm an ignorant fool i heard only three letters from that and i thought you were saying a bad word for some reason okay oh i wouldn't do that <laughs> and the the thing is this is what i've heard from a couple of people that even though this port is pretty cool lots of people say that the psp version of chinatown wars is way better suited for the vita than the android port that's what i've heard i don't know if that's true uh, if there are any Chinatown Wars experts on GBATemp.net, write me a PM or Eric Sander a PM detailing why I am right or why I am wrong. And if you tell him that he's right, I'll just sort of kind of twist the words so that I can let him know that he was wrong. Uh, that's that's your job. You're a lawyer after all. <laughs> Is to twist people's words. <laughs> Pretty much. Well, I mean, I'm doing a quick look here on the differences between the uh, mobile and PSP versions, it kind of looks like, uh, oh, the PSP version has more missions, it looks like. Oh. But uh, the mobile has a higher resolution. It's kind of a unique thing that they would give you the mobile version then. if I mean, so I clearly forgot that there was a PSP version of it, but you can just play that on your PS Vita already, right? Yeah, you can. So, so this isn't, I mean, this is impressive, and, and I'm not saying that it wasn't worth it, yeah, but it's not porting San Andreas or Vice City or GTA 3. Next, we need GTA 5 with really fast loading times on the PlayStation Vita. I, I guess you could do four first, but uh, kind of hurry up, get to it, get to it. The flow and and friends. Yeah, the flow should definitely step up his game. Like I mean, these are old games. Yeah, give us give us GTA 4. Damn it, give us Red Dead Redemption 2. Yeah, give us. Super Seducer 3. That's probably the only console it could launch on. Is the Vita? Yeah. Uh, actually, all the Super Seducer games are slated for a release on the Nintendo Switch. So we'll see how that goes. <laughs> Whoa. Okay. <laughs> Isn't it crazy? Chinatown Wars was a game. I don't know if you guys played it. You you deal drugs in that game. You literally you sell, do. buy, and sell drugs in that game. It was surreal playing that on a Nintendo 
DS. Like this is an officially sanctioned game by Nintendo, licensed. By you Nintendo. also get a bazooka. You also get a bazooka. <laughs> I mean, I mean, you can you can use a bazooka in like like cartoony way, like <laughs> like worms. But like dealing drugs, like uh, hey man, this cocaine, this this one hundred percent pure product, like what? This is on a Nintendo DS. I was speaking of. Are you quoting Eric when he fucking turned off his camera earlier? What was that? <laughs> yeah. Uh, what? <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. Is the Chinatown Wars game is it? Mm. <sighs> <laughs> it is. Hello, oh, yes, it's Chinatown Wars game. Please, thank you. <laughs> Is the Vita version of the game already out for Chinatown Wars, or are we waiting for it to officially release? That's out. It's out. Okay, so it hasn't been delayed or anything like that? No, I don't... I No. There are no game delays happening. Wow! Wow, that was that was really clever of me, because I just thought of a really great way to, consi- to, 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 to transition to the <laughs> next topic, everybody. So, speaking of the... Chinatown Wars not being delayed by the flow and friends. It unfortunately not everyone can be able to say that they also did not delay their games because Arkham Knights is delayed. Why did you think this transition would be better if you threw in 50 words that didn't need to be there? <laughs> you just kept saying words and hoped Ar- someone would rescue you. <laughs> Ar- Ar- Arkham Knights, Gotham Knights actually is what it is called. Gotham Knights has been pushed actually until um, 2022 instead Good. of 2021. <laughs> it got pushed to the past. Jesus Christ, this is a fucking disaster. Holy. So, f- do you guys like Batman? I do. Yeah, can we just talk about the Snyder Cut instead of this? You guys watched it? I did not. It's pretty good. It's it's a lot better. I I honestly haven't watched the Josh Whedon, the 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 Joe Sweden version, whatever it's called, because uh, the trailer looked terrible. Like the first trailer for Justice League, like okay, this looks interesting, but the the, the Josh Whedon version and reshoots, the, it just looked cringy. So I didn't even bother with that. But the Snyder Cut came out. It was four hours long. Uh, I enjoyed it. It's pretty good. Like, I like... But hey, I'm a guy who liked Batman versus Superman. The theatrical version. I liked that Ugh. movie. It's it's a good movie. See, when, when you said you hadn't seen the theatrical cut of Justice League, my exact review was going to be, it's not good, but it's not a train wreck the way Batman v Superman was. So... so he- I'm sorry if I'm Stephen. Did um did did you actually ask uh, Alan John what his opinion on was on the Snyder Cut? No, because I sure didn't ask. Oh, then <laughs> then what's he uh what's he talking about? Because I don't remember asking. So anyway, <laughs> Gotham Knights. <laughs> anyway, let me stumble back to Gotham Knights. So did you hear that also in the Goth? It was not. It was last year before, but now it's. It was announced last year, but now it's going to be two more years. And if you call it from, the, uh, 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 anyway. 
We fucking we had a fucking conversation first. So wait, are you trying to sell me that it was supposed to come out this year, but for some reason it's not going to be coming out this year? So when is it coming out next year? Oh wait, that's, they actually said 2022, and as we all know, 2022 is actually going to be the next year after this one. So it's not going to come out this year, unfortunately. Yes. I can't wait for the Snyder Cut of Gotham Knights in 2025. I can't wait, I can't wait for the Snyder Cut of the Tempcast episode 31 where they fix no, all No, this of one has problems. already been fucking four hours long. <laughs> like, mostly consisting of... Like, Jesus Christ. Gotham Knights uh, got delayed until next year. Let's go. I don't give a That's fuck. really about it. That's, That's it. all there is um, to say. Jesus <laughs> I thought it was pretty good. Like, honestly, you, should, you guys should check it out. I've been meaning to watch it. I would like to see it. I've heard some decent things. I don't like Zack Snyder. Why? But I will. Um, well, not like personally. I just don't. I don't know. Um, Batman v Superman is bad. Man of Steel is bad. Wow. Okay. Watchmen I remember enjoying, but I haven't seen it since I was 14 or maybe 15. Now, Watchmen is one of the best movies ever made, but that's not the issue. You have to agree, though, that he is like you might not look like his vision, but he is a visionary. And when he you can tell like by a frame of a movie, this is a Zack Snyder film, right? Yeah, if it's really dark and grungy and there's no sun in sight, it's definitely a fucking Zack Snyder movie. The most Zack Snyder thing in any movie is when in Batman v Superman, when Superman gets hit by a nuke and he's dying and he gets like recharged by the sun's yellow rays because that's how Superman works. But Zack Snyder couldn't bring himself to film the sun. So Superman just sort of floats in space for like 15 seconds and then gets up and goes back. <laughs> like that's fucking Zack Snyder in a, in a nutshell, honestly. So our good friend Jordan, otherwise known as Rai Rai 4, he wrote a uh, little paragraph on his thoughts of the Snyder Cut. He says, the Snyder Cut is good. I feel like four hours was a bit excessive and it could have been shortened for sure, but the overall pacing is really good and it makes full use of every minute on screen. Yeah. It really didn't feel like I was watching a four-hour movie and the second half does well, keeping things moving so as not to draw attention to the length. Really solid character development, some great cinematography, and overall, it's just a good follow-up to a movie I'm not much a fan of. DC diehards will love it, and ultimately, I'm just glad that Zack Snyder's true vision was finally realized. Every filmmaker deserves to be proud of their film, so at the very least, this serves as a redemption for a man who definitely needs a win. I'm glad I skipped the first cut so I could see the true Justice League as my first experience. 7.5 7.5 wow. out of 10, still better than Breath of the Wild. Oh. <laughs> oh. Okay, no. I added that last sentence, but everything else was Jordan's words. That sounded like a speech you would give before presenting Zack Snyder with an award, <laughs> like <laughs> for the fucking whiniest fan base on the internet. <laughs> they bitched at <laughs> WB until they made a whole new movie for him just to fucking shut him the fuck up. <laughs> So you say Jordan gave it a 7.5. Yes. Maybe he could up that rating just a little bit, maybe to 7.55. Ooh! Damn! Like the PS4 firmware version that got hacked recently. Whoa! Whoa! By okay. the flow, actually. The flow, whoa! And friends? Uh, Possibly. Pro- I don't know. Nice. Maybe he does have friends. Who knows? We've talked about this previously on a Tempcast, and 
the thing is, this was like an officially sanctioned hack that was published. Sony's Hacker One program, I think, where they put a $10,000 bounty and the flow just found this exploit, collected his money, then waited a couple of months and said, yeah, guys, by the way, 7.55, you missed a hack there right here. So yeah, check that out, which uh, is, is it's a win-win situation because, well, it's not a win situation for Sony by any means, I guess, but they fixed the issue in uh, other more newer versions of the firmware, obviously. But if you do have a PS4 laying around somewhere with an older firmware for some reason, then you can now actually download or use this exploit, details of which I cannot find anywhere, um, unfortunately. And even if I did, I wouldn't understand them because I don't know anything about PS4 hacking. But if you have a PS4 with a firmware version below 7.5, it might be uh, 7.51 or something like that. Uh, you can check out gbatemp.net. That's gbatemp.net. The T is not capitalized, but the GBA is. Yes. When you type it in your browser, make sure that you have capital G, capital B, capital A, lowercase everything else, dot net. Capital T on the net, though. No. <laughs> we have a lot of experts on the website who can help you. Just make a thread about any stupid question you have about this and i'm sure that people will help you for example if you need help on how to hack your ps4 you can go directly to kiwi if you need help getting you know say free games for ps4 you just directly message alan john no, right into his I direct messages he'll, he'll send you links he'll give you all the wares that you need um don't you can't post on the website all of it has to be funneled through the, uh alan john that's a-l-a-n j-o-h-n capital a capital j Yes. Yes, indeed. That's how it works. Yeah. Sure. And if you want to support the site, download Raid Shadow Legends. Uh, use our code. <sighs> Don't do that. Raid Shadow Legends. <laughs> because people <laughs> will do that thinking, like, because they sponsor everything, they probably will download it. And we're not going to get any money and they're just going to waste their money because it's a gotcha game. Oh, no, no, no. Yeah, no. I'm saying support us by like, by like just downloading it because it makes me feel happy knowing that more people are able to play the best game on mobile devices now straight from your mobile device. And, and you can have your champions no. and you get all the champions. You and get, if you use our code, you get extra gold. You don't get... I don't think they even use gold as a currency in that game, I think. Yeah, yeah, well, the, the, not until you use our code and then you get gold. Um, What's our code again? Is it just Raid Shadow Legends? Uh, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That's the official GBA temp code for Raid Shadow Legends. It's just Look, Raid I'm not Shadow saying, Legends. I'm not saying we're sponsored by Raid Shadow Legends. I'm just saying that we're not. We're not. I'm just saying that Ra all I'm saying is that Raid Shadow Legends is a brand new ambitious RPG that has taken the mobile landscape by storm. And over 10 million players have already downloaded the game. Okay. You, you That's do all know, I'm saying. like advertising <laughs> uh, it, without like disclosing that you're clearly advertising is illegal right you know that well right? no that's not what i'm doing i'm just asking the audience what are they waiting for just check out the link in the description to sign up and get fifty thousand <laughs> silver as a and a free epic champion like 
as part of the new player program. Go for it. Like, I just don't... do it. What's wrong with you? <sighs> you have to take my word for it. Because this game has over 250,000 reviews that definitely aren't fake. So. This episode was sponsored by Matt.com. Visit Matt.com slash GBA temp. And, you know, uh, shave your pubes. Do it. And on that note, I think we should end today's podcast. Thank you guys so much for listening. Be sure to please subscribe Wait. to our YouTube channel. Um, whoa, 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 are we done? We're done. I wasn't fucking finished with Super Seducer 3. God damn oh, it. God. You, what do you do? I thought we okay, were getting we're back to off. it. It's over. It's done. <laughs> Bye. Okay. Bye, everyone. <laughs>